Hey everyone, sorry for the technical difficulties. Yeah, gotta love them. But yeah, um, your introduction, Crystal, before yeah, we got cut off. You can start all over if you want, but it wasn't that 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 a bunch of a of a <laughs> yeah. You know. Okay, so hey guys, this is Robert, and today we have Crystal Kitsune here um sitting with us as our latest special guest. Thank you for joining us this morning. Hi, Robert. Uh good to be here. How are you been? I've been doing good. Um, so you could just share like um, what is it that you've been up to? Um, any exciting projects, stuff that you've got in the works without not disclosing too much information. It just, yeah, what have you been up to these days? And your introduction. Yeah, sure. Uh, as you stated, my name is Crystal and I am the host and founder of the Kitsune Network, which is a website where we not only, uh, not only is it another anime uh, uh, website, but it's also a website where we get to do a lot of special exclusive interviews with voice actors. And I think we're known for uh, doing giveaways with said of voice actors and whatnot. Uh, so yeah, uh, my latest project that I've worked on was a uh, interview with uh, special guest Kylie McNeil, who she is the voice of Zuzu, aka Belle, in the very, uh, very hit, critically acclaimed film Belle, which is a, a Moto Hosoda's latest film, and that's like exploded so far. So, yeah, that's that's been my recent work. Awesome, yeah, and um, I guess we could just get this out of the way. Do you have like any fun facts or like, I don't know, interesting little tidbits about yourself that you'd like to share to the audience out there? Uh, fun facts about myself, huh? It's funny, I usually, uh, it's usually the other way around when I get to ask my guests this and uh, I don't see them as struggling as much as I am right now. But fun facts about me, um, I always drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm coffee obsessed. There's no day where you'll not find me drinking some kind of coffee. And I don't drink coffee like with milk or anything. I just drink it black. Mm, okay. That's nice. I'm not really a caffeine drinker, drinker so that's um, at least um, that's um, it's good to know. <laughs> so um, yeah, I guess we could just get on with the questions and the answers. So um, yeah, so what was it that got you, um, I guess, started with um, everything that you do? What? Um, so when did you decide that, hey, you know, this would be a lot of fun interviewing voice actors and whatnot, and considering you are a, a VA yourself. Um, so when did this whole creative process begin for you with everything that you're doing from VO to just podcasts, like interviews and doing all of this fun stuff? Well, everything began back in 2015 and to make a long story short um i used to like any other anime fan and and and, and other fan of anything really i started going out to these events like fan made events official events where cosplayers uh, fans of said fandom would show up and i would find myself always recording and documenting the event uh capturing um i don't want to say cinematic style footage but just capturing footage of the event in a way that looked really good uh when when edited and um I, I realized that i enjoyed doing these coverage videos of those events and then that evolved into okay well now i could do these coverages and sometimes at these events it would have like the voice actors or special guests whomever they were and uh, i find it i found it really easy to connect 
and really easy to 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 talk to these special guests without stuttering without stumbling over my words and or coming across as an obsessed fan and one thing led to another and by the time I knew it I was already uh on the spot interviewing somebody like a, like a special guest or I would sometimes interview um fans at these said events and interview them on their experience at the the event and long story short it's that's it snowballed into what 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 it is now into a website into a youtube channel into a whole team because I have a whole team that's behind who helps me uh, uh, infield and 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 at these events, and that's pretty much that all that in a nutshell. It's just, yeah, yeah. And what sparked your interest in going to conventions and doing all of these events? Uh, going back again to the uh, when I started going to smaller events like uh, smaller uh, cosplay gatherings or sometimes uh, a store, an anime store like Anime Jungle here in, in Los Angeles, uh, they would throw like small events where voice actors would go to it. So it would become like this uh, small event type panel for that one day, for that one hour. And I would go to these and I would like the, I would love the experience. I would love seeing the fans. I would love seeing the special guests. And then that evolved into me getting to know that, hey, there's conventions of this and there's not just only one, there's like multiple across uh, the entire country. And I wanted to experience what was it like to be at a con and first time going to one. And I've been going one, I've, I've been going to, to like cons ever since. And I think the very first convention I went to was in, uh, I want to say 2007, 2008 uh, for Anime Expo. And at the time, Anime Expo was held at the Long Beach Convention Center, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah. Yeah. And you're also very passionate about cosplay. Uh, at some point I was, I, I, I even, I think as a, as a teenager, I, I aspired to be one of those, uh, edgy, uh, viral cosplayers, but then I, I started getting more focusing on my interest in, in, in covering and, and journalism and within, within the anime fandom. And that's basically where, where, where everything focused and to, to kind of cover what you said earlier regarding me being a VA. Yes, it's true. I do do voice acting on the side. Um, I haven't gotten a, like a big, big role yet, but then again, you know, we all start from somewhere. Uh, but yeah, uh, I do have an IMDb page and uh, I think uh, behind the voice, I, I'm not sure if I have that. I gotta, I gotta look that up, but I know I have a uh, IMDb page. Congrats, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And um, so for Crystal Kitsune, um, what's the story behind the, I guess coming up with the Kitsune Network and your, uh, I guess, on, online alias in general. Oh, let, let me start with my name, Crystal um, Kitsune. Uh, so for those who don't know Japanese, Kitsune means fox in, Jap in Japanese. And Crystal just is basically my, my the name I chose for myself as, as a person, um, which it, in it itself is inspiration from a, from a video game called uh, Star Fox uh, and a character named Crystal in it. And then, of course, Kitsune Fox. But uh, actually, the Kitsune part was actually <laughs> just added as a play on words uh, with, you know, Crystal the Fox from, from Star Fox and, and my own name. Uh, but then the Kitsune Network, which in, in itself is not related to my name, uh, it's a play on words with the Fox Network. Although I'm not a huge fan of the Fox Network, which is, I think, Channel 11 or something like that. Uh, it's a play on words. So, it's, you know, the Fox Network, the Kitsune Network, you know, it's, it's kind of kind of a play on words. At the time I was creating the website, I did not think of anything more creative than that. And that stuck. 
okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and but I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much though. Um, I, I, in a way, I regret, regret naming it like that because a lot of people have trouble saying so the Kitsune Network, ironically. So it's not so much the Kitsune part as much as it's the, the part, the, the, the part. Because um, sometimes they want to introduce me. Sometimes I'm at an event, covering an event, and they want to introduce my my channel or whatever. And they, they tend to say Kitsune Network when the actual the whole thing of the whole well, my whole outlet, it's called the Kitsune Network. But then again, you can't say the, the Kitsune Network. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm. I get you. So I'm um, growing up. Was your family like really supportive of you pursuing these creative avenues? Uh, it's funny. Uh, I don't think I can say yes or no, no, because my family wasn't really that in- involved in-, in any shape form of this. It was more of a you do you and that's it. It wasn't really like a. You know what I mean? It wasn't. It wasn't really like a like a whole big deal. I, I usually just keep to myself anyway. So, yeah. Sounds fair. So, um, when you first got your start, and I'm looking at where you're at right now, um, so how would you say like um, did you feel like with the experience that you've had doing this, um, doing these coverage, like journalism, interviews, VA, um, would you say that your skills have definitely, you've grown a lot more confident with, um, you know, with what you do um, for the past few years that you've been, um, you know, pursuing these um, endeavors? Oh, yes, definitely. And I think that that goes with uh, that goes without saying, because, you know, once you start something, of course, it's going to be scary in the beginning. And once once you're a few years into it, then just not only becomes like, you know, not necessarily easy, just, you know what to do. So the process is sort of easier. Um, But yeah, definitely. uh, Not only not only have I grown in confidence, but I think uh, my net my outlet has also grown in, in within within the community, because now I get invites to uh, to cover an event or to cover a convention or to, uh, you know, a movie that hasn't been released yet. They give me a, the, sometimes a, a marketing website. I mean, marketing uh, departments would they give me a free movie to see on my, on my computer before it comes out so I can review it. So yeah, definitely my, my outlet has grown to the point where it's growing some recogni- recognition within the anime community. But of course, more growth is always good. More growth is always better. And so we're still, we're still every day, each and every day, we're still growing. And I say we're, because again, I have a, I have a team who uh, it's not only me at this point anymore. And that's, that's another reason why I say we've grown. Cause it's not just me anymore. I have an assistant. I went through like three, four assistants before I, I met this, this assistant who has been with me and, 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 and loyalty with me. Uh, loyal with me for the last past uh, four years and, and he's been he's been great and he's usually helping me out in field with with a lot of things and uh thanks to all that hard work and, and whatnot we have uh grown in, in, within the anime community in both in, in in the profession and within the fandom yeah so i also ask this from time to time but do you kind of look back on some of your older work and sort of like i don't know um, this is kind of like the feeling of like, um, mm, yeah, I've definitely grown and I've gotten a lot better to when I first started out. Uh, do you like sometimes um, watch your old interviews and kind of like, like, do you kind of 
just uh i don't want to say cringe but like it's more like <laughs> you, a, you can say yeah. cringe because because yeah i was going to use that word yeah sometimes i do look at my old videos my old interviews and i cringe because uh um, i i tell myself wow that could have I could have done that so much better or I could have acted in a different way or my behavior there was more of a fan fan person than than a professional. And it's always important to keep that profession, uh, professional uh, behavior. And then maybe, you know, when, when the cameras are off, still have that professional demeanor. But if you're a fan of whomever it is that you're interviewing, then kind of show it off, but not too much. You know, you don't want to <laughs> you don't want to scare away your your guests. And definitely, again, um, your, your behavior and attitude will definitely count. In, in, in within the community because again uh, uh, when you interview someone that's a high prolific actor voice actor whatever they they know other voice actors because their friends their colleagues are voice actors so they will speak and they will talk about you and your network to see if they are right um, not necessarily say hey yeah I just got an interview with so and so no but just you know whenever the, the the name comes out hey I've been there done that that person's good uh, you'll have a fun time uh, so. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, going back in, and going back to your question, I've definitely seen some of my older interviews and I have cringed because I'm like, OK, yeah, I could have definitely done this better. I feel like all of us are the same way. <laughs> um, that kind of is the case with me. But for me, it's like, um, yeah, I've definitely come a long way and I've grown. And, um, you know, for the past few years that um, for my own podcast that I've been doing, you know, this for a while. So. It just definitely um, is when you really start um, improving and growing your craft and just working on your, I guess, uh, chops, then, um, you know, the hard work is going to will definitely pay off, like you said earlier. So, yeah. And, and one way that you know that you've grown is that when it's it's and I think I see it in myself when I do my interviews is that when I used to do my interviews, I used to go in ill-prepared and I didn't even know I was going in ill-prepared. And, and now that, that I, that I've done this for a few years, um, not only do I have my, my questions in front of me, like all written out or typed out or printed out, but I also have a list of like within the same, what I do is type in my, type up my questions, send them into the interviewee uh, beforehand, at least 24 hours beforehand. So they have an idea of what the interview is going to uh, persist of, consist of, excuse me. And then uh, I print out my own set of questions, uh, the same ones I sent to the voice actor or whomever I'm intervening. And then I write notes on it. Sort of like, a, it, it, it's funny because that's the way I, I do scripts as well when I read scripts. Um, well, back in the day, we used to have the, the paper, then we can write notes, side notes on, on, on the lines or whatnot. Nowadays, it's just on the screen or a tablet that you can you know, go up and down with your finger. But uh, yeah, I, I write notes on the side of the of the questions, uh, just in case I anticipate my interviewee's answer. And if they answer this, if they answer A, then I go to B, but if they answer B, and then I go over to C, you know what I mean? And that's how you know you're going when you have like a guideline when you have when you're ready and set and ready to go. Yeah, I was also gonna ask, like, um, when you construct or conduct these interviews like for the preparations and whatnot um so what is the whole process when it comes to the like preparation to the actual interview to the post-production all of that stuff what's the step-by-step step-by-step process of a kitsune network interview told wow, from your that, perspective that, that, that is uh that, that is a long process and i say that just because um of course everything goes around booking an interview and a lot of people 
uh, kind of are hesitant on. Oh yeah, it's scheduling and booking. Yeah, but they're more hesitant on the scheduling and booking, but they're more hesitant on going out of their way to contact said person for an interview, uh, just because mainly they're either uh, afraid that they would reject their offer or whatever and certainly i have had uh, uh interviewees or special guests voice actors who have rejected my offer because of personal stuff they they don't want to get interviewed they don't like being interviewed they don't want to do press they don't want to do any kind of any, any, anything and you know that's that's respectful you just send them you know saying okay well thank you for your time uh and move on and then uh okay so my process is once the interview is booked and once a date and time has been established um, I definitely work on, I give myself about a month to two weeks in advance for the interview before the interview happens. And before that time, you know, before the interview, at least any time, any, anywhere between 48 to 24 hours before the interview happens, I must have my questions already typed out and already out. And then I send them over to the whomever I'm interviewing. So they can, even if they don't ask, it's very important that out of courtesy, you sent these questions over to your person who's interviewing them, because you know small gestures like that do go do go a long way, and uh, that gives them an idea of what the interview is going to be about, what it's going to consist of. Because you never know, you might ask a question that uh, because of your wording, or maybe you don't know, but it might offend them in in some way, or they don't want to speak about that, and you you're you have no idea. And certainly, I've gotten. Uh, voice actors or just guests in general who have, you know, I've sent these questions ahead of time and they email me, email me back saying, hey, yeah, you question number eight. Uh, unfortunately, I don't want to answer that uh, for whatever reason, or I can't answer that because as a violation of NDA, um, you know, and then I just don't, I just take it off. But then, now I know. And so when the interview does happen, I don't ask that question. So once, once I sent the interviews, uh, the, the questions over, uh, they, they obviously take a look at it. They thank you. And so during the actual interview, I try to log into my Zoom account and I use Zoom. I've been using for the last, um, I want to say the last, since since the beginning of 2019, I've used Skype and then mid 2019 to present, I've been using um, Zoom and it's really, really, really better than, I, I like Zoom better than, than Skype. But anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, like, like I was saying, um, so I try to log in about, five to 10 minutes prior to the interview scheduling, just because I want to make sure my camera is working great. My mic is working great. There are no technical technical difficulties going on. Uh, making sure I'm clearing up space for my computer to save the recording on, um, st stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, the interview happens. And here's a here's a small behind the scenes thing that a lot of fans or, or, or viewers of mine might not know, but all the interviews that sometimes people see on my YouTube channel, they are not recorded simultaneously that is that sometimes when you see me asking the questions to the interviewee that me asking the questions to the interviewee was recorded at a later time and the actual interview was recorded at another time and the reason why that is is because sometimes i don't like the way i look while when i did the interview on that day or there's a lighting problem or i forget sometimes to turn off certain lights that make me look um oversaturated during the interview so i go back and just like using my webcam i just record myself talking literally to the computer and asking as if i'm asking the person already you know if it's in front of me asking the question so when i edit it in behind the scenes and when i edit it it looks like when i'm asking the questions it looks like i'm asking the the 
the inter- the voice actor then and there that question at that time. But in reality, it's, it was recorded at another time. And I think a lot of people don't don't realize that. That is pretty interesting. I actually didn't even know about this until just now. You learn something new every day, folks. Yeah, I mean it's it's easier it's easier in audio because I, I I do um, audio interviews as well when when it when when and it's I've learned that between voice um between audio and visual interviews I rather prefer doing audio interviews anytime just because it's it's much more easier to edit than 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 visual, than, than video. And that's just because video takes so much rendering to do so much overlays. So you got to make sure the, the, the lighting's right. You got to make sure everything's right. And for audio, you just really got to make sure that the, uh, the audio's, you know, clear and whatnot, uh, unless you're going to go with the whole, uh, visual effects and whatnot. But other than that, you know, for a podcast, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. And as far as the Kitsune Network goes, what's something that, um, so when you first started this, um, what has always been a main goal that you wanted to achieve when it comes to, um, I guess, your branding um, and just with everything that you're doing? Because like, it's kind of like running your own, like it's your own independent business, independent business. Ah, I can't talk today, but um, yeah. What's something that you've like, had in mind that you've wanted to achieve when it comes to the Kitsune Network? Was there a specific goal that you wanted to, um, like when it comes to talking to talking to these guests, putting these interviews out? You're making content um, for the listeners and the viewers to engage in. So was there something that you've had in mind that you wanted to, um, like, I guess, um, had with the Kitsune Network from your very beginnings and even up to now? And if there's something that you'd like to expand more on that in the future, what would it be? Um, yeah, certainly the, uh, I think the number one thing that I really wanted, my goal for the Kitsune Network when I, when I, when I, when I was first uh, founded, when I first created it was, and again, it all stems to me going to those small events and doing coverage videos even before I had the website, um, was to share uh, the fun, share the event, share what's going on within within this event at a certain, with a certain fandom. I'm going to say anime just for for the for the sake of it. But my website covers different fandoms in general. Uh, but yeah, uh, for anime, just making sure that uh, my goal was to share that fun that fun atmosphere with other fans around the world who don't get the chance to experience this for whatever reason, for lack of resources, or because their home country just isn't 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 accustomed to such a things or, or they or they themselves are in a situation where they can't financially uh, uh, um, go to these events or or, or or you know travel to these events so so my goal with Kitsune network was to really uh, share the, the 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 fun the the atmosphere with other people and again that goes back with me bringing convention coverage uh, from various conventions around um, California you know anime Expo in Los Angeles um, country Bowl expo, you know, stuff like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess my next question that I have is, um, um, for VO, um, if you can talk, if you could really discuss about any of them. So like for your voiceover work, um, what would you say are some of your proudest roles or like some of your best, uh, like so far in your journey into the world of voiceover, um, any particular fun memories or just like 
any um, work that you've done that you could say that you're, you know, really satisfied with so far? Um, yes, Projects actually, one one, stuff, one, yeah. one, uh, one does pop to mind, and it's ironically not a big role. In fact, it wasn't – up to this day, I have not heard my voice in it just because it's, it's such an insignificant role, or rather just not that, a minor role. Well, I don't want to say insignificant as much as a minor role in this game called Citizens of Space, and it's a game that was distributed by Sega, and I don't know what year was this, uh, but – it, it, the reason why it, it comes to mind is because this game, unbeknownst to me, would later on become like have mostly all the cast members from Genshin Impact. And I didn't even know. So I basically was in a game with most of the cast of Genshin Impact. And I remember, and it's funny because you mentioned this because I just literally uploaded a video uh, about this and uh on TikTok, which I recently recently just joined, but I was talking to, or rather interviewing, um, having a discussion, more like it, having a discussion with uh, Lila Berzins, which is the voice of Shao in Gation Impact, and I learned that she herself, she was in in this video game called uh, Citizens of Space, and I told her, hey, that's the same one I was in, and so we had this moment of, hey, hey, you know, <laughs> But yeah, that's probably the the one that comes to mind where, where I'm really proud of being just because not only uh, was the recording of that very nerve-wracking, because nerve I, I remember that one was also the very first time I was in an actual booth, like an actual booth with an actual engineer with actual headphones, and I was the only one there. And outside was not only the engineer, but also the voice director, and I think some cast members at the time, but I I, I didn't know who they were. All I remember is that the studio is located in North Hollywood, and it's the same studio where they recorded uh, uh, an anime that I love, too, called uh, Deers, which stars Michelle Ruff. Mm, that was really awesome. Um, must have been a really fun experience. <laughs> your first time being in a booth. Like, I know that your first time actually being in a booth and being with, you know, all of these people behind the screen, like behind... Um, you know, the scenes must have definitely been nerve wracking, like you said. <laughs> um, so, yeah, moving on to the next question. Um, and as far as conventions go, you know, your own content and just everything else that you do. Um, so what are some of your personal favorite like interviews that you've done with a guest like um, and some of your best work content that you've done so far? So what would you say are some of your, um, I guess, fondest like the interviews that you've definitely um hold very dear to your heart and yeah just ones that are just your absolute favorite so far uh currently right now four come to mind <laughs> um that's the very first the, i'm gonna start from like the oldest interview up to the most recent one and the most oldest interview in my top four is an interview i had with christina v the voice of marinette chang in reckless ladybug and, and i remember this one just so so fondly and, and, and i hold it dear to my heart because this one was like we filmed this interview at Zag Studios in Burbank, and sorry, excuse me, in Glendale, which was a huge honor for me. I mean, Jeremy Zag of Zag Studios, who, in case you don't know who Zag, who Jeremy Zag is, and and Reckless Lady fans listening to this might actually know, but Jeremy Zag is the creator of the studio who produces Reckless Ladybug, 
And he opened his doors to me to film in, in one of the offices there. And I invited Christina, who was the voice of Marinette Chang, and because she's like the main head voice of the of their character, they opened up their doors and said, hey, you know what? Yeah, you can film here. We'll, we'll lend you all the time you need. Uh, here's some free gifts. Here's this. Here's that. And it was simply phenomenal. And that was not even the interview itself. But I mean, the, the experience alone was was like gratifying. Uh, the, the, the interview itself was also very gratifying because it was nothing but laughs with Christina V. I mean, <laughs> she is she is such a she is such I mean, she's wild. She's funny. She is. I, I'm a loss for words, but she is very, very fun to be around with. And I, I cannot stop laughing throughout the, the entire interview. Uh, another interview that comes to mind right now, it's um, my last. And this is and this. I remember this one just because it was the last interview in person that I had right before the pandemic started. And that's an interview I had with uh, Dorothy Fawn. And she is the voice of uh, a Chihiro in uh, Danganronpa. And I, th I think at the time I was interviewing her for, um, she had done another, another role that I was actually interviewing for, for her uh, for, but I don't, I don't recall right now. Dorothy, Dorothy. Yeah, I don't recall what what it was, what role it was. All I know is that she plays uh, Chihiro in in uh, among other roles, of course. But she plays Chihiro in um, in Danganronpa. If you've heard of that series, I'm very familiar. Oh, okay, yeah, and I, just, I I'm pretty sure there was a reason why I interviewed her specifically at that one convention, and it was at a one at a convention in Orange County, and. By God, I can't even remember the name of the convention, but I know again, and that one sticks out because again, it was a uh, a in the last interview I ever did right before the uh, pandemic hit. And after that, there was absolutely no more in person interviews. It was I, I transferred everything over to um uh to to, to you know to online like everything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what were the other two? Oh, right. <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out what it was that that role. There was a reason why I interviewed her and I cannot find out. You know, I think I interviewed Dorothy Van just for the, for that, not for the heck of it, just because she was there and she was like one of the most prolific, prolific voice actors that was going to, that was going to be at this convention. And Yep, I have no idea why I wanted to interview her. Anyway, moving on. Oh, and a small tidbit about that. Me and her were both in Sword on Online. She was in Sword Online 2, and I was in Sword Online 1. <laughs> but um, moving on to the last one, the last two. Uh, my second one would have to be an interview I did with... Um, and I have to go through my videos because I've done so many interviews. I have no idea um, how what it is that that oh yeah my interview with uh crush 40 uh the lead singer of uh, crush 40 which is john gioelli which is uh, if you don't know anything about crush 40 they are the lead singers with the lead band for the sonic the hedgehog video game series that was something that 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 was that was nostalgic to say the least but but uh, me and john gioelli catched up and i say catched up because this was actually the second time that me and him had spoken 
uh, to each other. The first time was in person back in 2018, I think during the concert uh, that he had with Crush 40 here in Los Angeles. Um, and then my fourth one would have to be uh, the most recent interview I had right now, which is uh, with Kylie Mc- McNeil again, the voice of Suzu in Bell. And just that one was very, very, very a huge honor because again, Bell is this huge movie that exploded just this year and I knew it was going to explode. I saw this movie uh, a year ago, actually, a year ago last month, and I knew it was just going to be that successful. Unfortunately, I, at the time, I could not say anything just because, uh, again, they, they send me sometimes this me out to these movies to watch, and I can't say anything just because at the time, it was not even translated in English, so I didn't even know who was going to be who in the English dub version, but I just knew it was going to be uh, this highly acclaimed film, and it turned out to be this a high, highly acclaimed film, so yeah. Yeah. And real quick, do you have a list of favorite conventions or like uh, just games, shows, movies, media that you've, I guess, consumed as a kid that you would say are like uh, that you grew up with and are like huge influences in your life? Well, yeah. Favorite. Media, media wise, yeah. yeah, definitely Sonic the Hedgehog. And I then definitely grew up. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, for media, I grew up with Sonic the Hedgehog and. Um, hold on. Yeah, for media franchise, a franchise. I grew up with, of course, Sonic the Hedgehog, and I started watching Sonic the Hedgehog since nineteen ninety six. No, nineteen ninety eight, and that's with the original series. And then you had uh, Sonic Underground, Sonic X, and and the rest is history. Um, convention wise. Um, you know, again, my first convention I went to was Anime Expo in 2007 or 2008. After that, I kept going to Anime Expo until to now. Uh, but of course, I've gone to other conventions such as PMX, uh, Animanga, Crunchyroll Expo, um, Anime Los Angeles, which between you and I, Anime Los Angeles back in the day, between Anime Los Angeles back in the day and Anime Expo, I would always prefer Anime Los Angeles back in the day, back when it was held at the Los Angeles airport, just because it was so much fun and it was I had very great friends whom I used to room with every year and they were just so much fun to hang out with, so much fun to be around with. And I just had a blast. Uh, but uh, going back to what you asked me about, uh, another media franchise that I watched as a kid is definitely uh, Studio Studio Gilby. And, and the one that sticks out is uh, Spirited Away. So yeah, uh, Sonic, Spirited Away, and uh, Anime Expo in Anime Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and favorite VAs besides the ones that you've interviewed that you've looked up to for a very long time? Real quick, because we're running out of time. Uh, favorite voice actors would be Steve Bloom, um, Veronica Tyler, and uh, shoot, I did have one in mind, but I, I, their name is Escape. Oh, and definitely my number one, Kira Vincent Davis. I mean, she is phenomenal her voice is just so beautiful if 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 you don't know who she is google her she's been in the industry for more than 20 years she she's from texas she's original she's one of the original voice actors from adb films along with tiffany grant but yeah definitely my top one what has to be uh kira vincent davis she is amazing i hopefully i mean her can 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 be we kindle our contact that we had at some point. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, are there any plans for the future you want to discuss right now? 
any upcoming projects or other work we can look forward to? Yes, actually, it's funny you ask me that because I just today, right now, within like well, three hours ago, I finished editing my latest interview, which is in honor of the 12th anniversary of High School of the Dead. I will be releasing a interview with uh, uh, one of the two of the cast members of High School of the Dead, and that is uh, the voice of Takashi and the voice of Kotano Hirano uh, from High School of the Dead uh, this Saturday in honor again of the 12th anniversary of the series itself. So yeah, uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, depending on when this interview is going to come out, it is uh, currently the 1st of June and I'm releasing that interview on the 4th of June. So <laughs> if you're listening to it, it's probably out already, but yeah, uh, very excited for that. Um, current projects too. Uh, I'm finishing a, a giveaway with, uh, with that has to do with the bell movie again. Uh, upcoming interviews and projects. Yes, I'm going to Anime Riverside and I'm going to go ahead and do some convention coverage as well. Uh, I don't know about any uh, celebrity or guest interviews there. I'm not too sure about that. I want, I want it to be a chill day, chill convention, that one. Um, there's Anime Expo coming up. Uh, hopefully, we are. me and my team are planning to go to New York City to cover the, the uh, New York City uh, Anime Con. So hopefully that happens. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than that, um, my next interview, actually, that's going to be released at the end of this month of June is going to be uh, in honor of the uh, Pride Month. So be, be on a lookout for that. We do have an, uh, a voice actor or rather two lovely voice actresses who are who are very into that. Um, well, you'll see in the interview. We discussed that topic in the interview. It's going to be fun. Okay, and any last piece of advice you want to give to anyone out there who want to do this, um, wants to do something like, I don't know, anything that you're doing, like they have aspirations to pursue a career out of just anything their heart desires. Yeah, at the risk of sounding like Shia LaBeouf, um, just do it. <laughs> you know, uh, just go ahead and do it. Don't, don't, you don't spend too much time thinking about doing it. Just do it you'll find yourself surprised as how easy it is or how many positive response you'll get to whatever it is that you're doing. You want to go out there and interview somebody, just go ahead and ask. A lot of people uh, ask me the same question. Hey, how, how do I do what you do? How do you get these voice actors? How do you, you'll be surprised. Some of them, most of them, if anything, I just ask like, Hey, can I cover this? Can, I'm part of this. Can I'm part of this outlet. Can I cover that event? And most of the time they're like, Oh, you're part of the media and press. Okay, here you go welcome you know and it's all about asking you know you, you you get a rejection once once in a while yeah sure but i mean it doesn't hurt you know uh a no is just another opportunity to be like okay thank you move on to the next one you know uh just ask just do it go on and just 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 do it <laughs> okay dope and um what is your social media platforms all right. Uh, Where can we well, find you I, on? I do have my own personal media platform with my personal one, but I will be sharing the Kitsune Network's uh, personal uh, uh, social media accounts, which are Twitter. You can find the Kitsune Network on Twitter at the Kitsune Network, literally the at symbol and just Kitsune Network on it. Uh, YouTube channel is YouTube slash C slash the Kitsune Network and uh, Instagram. Just basically Google the Kitsune Network and then we should appear right there. And uh, our newly... I, I think we're going to open uh, uh, a, the Continuing Network TikTok so we can share like upcoming previews of upcoming interviews. So, so uh, yeah, again, that's the Continuing Network, T-H-E-K-I-T-S-U-N-E uh, Network. 
N E T W O R K, the Kitchen Network, Network, sorry, on on Google, and we should appear right on top. Okay, right on, right on. So, hokey dokey. Uh, do 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 do. Would you like to say like a closing outro before we officially sign off? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier regarding uh any last uh, messages for anyone else listening to this. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and just you know do whatever you're set out to do. But if you put your mind to it, you'll be able to do it. Uh, don't ever be afraid of rejection. Rejection always comes, and it's 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 not necessarily a bad thing or uh or something to be feel bad about. But yeah, rejection will come, and that's all part of the process. So don't worry about that. Uh, just go ahead and 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 don't let that put you down. Do what you're set out to do. You want to interview voice actors? Go ahead, just ask. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And um, I I definitely agree. Um. And I think you've plugged in your upcoming project, social media. Okay, so we got that down. Um, would you like to also say, um, hi, my name is um, Christo Kitsune. Um, I'm an owner of Kitsune Network. I do this and this and this. And you're watching the Station Square podcast as a closing, you know, little sure, yeah. outro. Yeah. Let me know when you're ready. Or do you want me to say it now? Or? Yeah, I'm ready. You can just go whenever you're ready. Station Square, you said? Yeah, Station Square Podcast. Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Crystal. I am the founder of the Kitsune Network, and you're listening to the Station Square Podcast. Perfect. First take. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, any last words, like your final farewells, goodbyes, or anything? Uh, yes. Uh, hope everyone. I hope everyone has a great June 2022, assuming this is going to be released, be released then. Uh, like I said, don't forget to check out our... In- Awesome upcoming interviews that are coming out for the June 2022. And I will see you guys next time. And that is my catchphrase in my videos. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Uh, thank you so much, Robert, for for uh, having me on your awesome podcast. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, um, you know, getting to chat with you. And just to discuss about just a lot of geeky, nerdy related stuff, which is which seems to be my specialty anyway. So um for anybody listening to this, this will be posted later this week. If not today, then definitely, um, I don't know, either tomorrow or, fr- or Friday, depending on how things go. And um, this will, be, <clears throat> excuse me, this will be posted on SoundCloud, Spotify, um, YouTube, um, Twitter, all of the social media platforms that you see. Um, and yeah, be sure to follow me at Mr. J and um, any convention updates. Um, I might be appearing at Anime Riverside this upcoming weekend. Um, we'll see how, <clears throat> if everything goes in favor. Um, but That makes two of us. I will not be appearing as a guest at this convention per se, but I will be attending as a uh, member of the press. So. Well, I'm just going, I'm just probably going to go as an attendee with somebody. So <laughs> um, hopefully we will um, finally cross paths after so many years. So sure, we'll sure. Yeah, thumbs up on that. So, um, yeah, it's all up in the air, but who knows? Maybe I'm, I might appear either Saturday or Sunday. We'll see. But um, anything can happen. But regardless, hope everybody has a fun, lovely rest of their days and a great June ahead. Um, and, yeah, with all of that said, this is Mystic Robert signing out for today. And until then, have a good afternoon, good evening, good night, morning, whichever time zone you're in. And... I'm out of here. (laughs) Catch me if you can. Um, As Sonic would say, 
gotta choose. Woo! And until then, bye-bye. See y'all next time. Peace. Bye.